Hello, and welcome to another Mega Bros podcast. My name is Danny. And I'm Donnie. Hey, Donnie, uh, this is a subject we've touched on multiple times uh, throughout some of our casts, and, and in, in particular, the last cast we did, uh, talking about casting, uh, and it is the t- dreaded toxic fan base. Oh, disgusting. And unfortunately, it's fan bases that not only would we say that we belong to, I think, without take, you know speaking for you. Yeah, we but would. Generally, I would consider myself pretty big into these particular fan bases, and it's it's just really a shame what they kind of wind up being. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like for instance, you know, these are the kinds of fans, fan bases where it's you know, like it's ubiquitous enough where you could like wear a T-shirt with that type of thing on it, and people would be like, "Nice shirt, dude." And you'd be like, yeah, thanks. But you also have to be careful because you know that there's a certain species of neckbeard waiting to point out whatever historical or inaccuracy or flaw is on your shirt and just for some reason get some sort of perverse pleasure out of doing so. And and I'm going to admit right up front, when I was a younger age, I was a gatekeeper on, on some certain things. Same, um, same. Video games in particular, I thought, you know, if you weren't a certain type white male uh i thought you were lying <laughs> i thought you were lying to me if you said you play video games yep so i would do this thing like what's your favorite this and did you even finish this game and that's just a fucking terrible way to be yeah i i think you know it, it kind of it starts out from this like innocent place where you're just like you know what oh someone who likes the same things i like let me find out like what they're really into with it and then over time like you do all right so anyway it starts out from this innocent place, right? Like, you know, you're you're just you're enjoying something and you want to find other people who enjoy it. And then you go ahead and you ask them about it, but like, you know, maybe one time you get disappointed cuz they're like, "Oh no, I didn't enjoy it that way." Or I didn't even think of that. Or that's not how I do. Or I, I you know, I, I just I just watch the show. You know. And you're just like, "Oh, well, what the fuck?" You know, and now you're like trying to like make up these rules for like, "Okay, who's really a fan and who's not?" And I, I mean, like, if, by the way, if you can't figure it out, like, the number one thing we're talking about this with is fucking Star Wars. Like, Star Wars is, like, the the premier toxic fan base, I would say. Yep. Yeah, when, when I think toxic mm-hmm. fan bases, un- unfortunately, Star Wars is right up there. Um, I also think of um, Magic, and I also think just kind of video games in general, I think... You know, there's if we, different if we're pockets have of a single one. You know, you might get different which, genres. You know, that technically, we don't. But we're going maybe to anyway. uh, League of Legends, like that. But uh, I, the I think video games in general. Toxic fan base I've ever been a part of in terms of video game stuff. Like Baron's chat was not that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Baron's chat looks innocent compared to this. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'll, we'll start with Star Wars because it's kind of recent to what we've been podcasting about. And, you know, especially with the, the release of the Obi-Wan series, um, I, I felt it more. You know, it, it was going into it, you know, trying not to read too much on the internet because I didn't want spoilers. So I didn't get, you know, introduced to the, the general thought of it. I thought this was a series that kind of all Star Wars fans could get excited for. It was Ewan McGregor back. Um, maybe you didn't like Caden Christensen, and I don't blame you, but, you know, he was back too, so whatever, but Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan again, and I, I thought 
we all generally what? agree that that's awesome and whatever no this way. guy is doing is going to be great I and, and frankly okay, i shouldn't have been disappointed i should have accepted this but, but the, the fan base kind of disappointed me yeah i mean obi-wan kenobi the show honestly shocking. exposed a lot of shit because you know who was catching most of the flack right up front yeah, was yeah, it it's, you know yeah. was it you mcgregor you know was it aiden christensen no it was moses ingram who was the one person on tv on your tv who happened to be both black and a woman which is historically something that star wars fans hate they don't like anything that doesn't look exactly like them and i think that's kind of the, that, that's kind of the most frustrating thing about star wars is that like you know you look at star wars and theoretically like there are literally aliens all over the fucking place like there's fucking Twi'leks. They're like they come in a variety of different colors. The huts are like giant balls of fucking slime and slugs. Like what? You know there there are eight foot talking bear people. You know called Wookies. Like and yet the problem is with the one black Inquisitor. Really makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah, I. It just you know it it just happens too much to. It, it happens too many times to be a coincidence because the same thing happened when the new trilogy was out and we've talked about our feelings with it we don't necessarily love them but they were still good they were still star wars but like my problem was never ray i loved ray but i've i've heard so many times how bad ray was and how she was a mary sue and all this and i i just i don't know what movie they're watching like it just it blows my mind first first of all i mean <laughs> I, I, for anyone who's who's claiming that the sequels are bad because Ray is a Mary Sue, like a, a that is way down the list. And B, um, did you watch the original Star Wars with the original Gary Stu's Luke and his dad Anakin? Because <laughs> like that's the way this shit fucking works. Like there's an entire galaxy full of, full of people, and yet the only one who can save it is like this one little kid from some backwood sand planet. Like. I, the concept does not make sense unless you accept a certain degree of unrealism. So when you sit there and try to act like, oh, it's impossible for someone to gather this much power. Well, no, it's not because this is all made up. Like, And this is very much within bounds, you know, in terms of the Star Wars universe and the, and the rules and constraints that they've set. But, you know, I mean, you want to talk about the sequels and the, and the hate that they were getting. Well, guess what? Finn got a load of shit for, you know, again, daring to be a black guy in a Star Wars movie. And uh, Kelly Marie Tran, who, was, who, plays, who played Rose, got fucking bullied off social media. Like, with death threats and shit. Like, who, like first of all, I want to know, who the fuck has the time in this day and age when gas costs nearly six bucks a gallon in some places? Who the fuck has the time to go out of their way to harass somebody on... Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever we, whatever your you know medium of choice is, and send them death threats and things that you know about the various ways in which they should stuff themselves. Like, like, who are these people? It's just absolute tricks of the universe, right? I, I mean, like, honestly, like, can, can you be any shittier? Like, if you've ever sent anyone a death threat for any reason that is not the immediate defense of your own family, then you suck as a person. And you should get that figured out. And that's just a fact. And we're we're not dealing in half truths here. And and the rose thing pissed me off in particular because listen, if if you go back and listen to some of our podcast, I didn't necessarily like the character. I I thought she was shoehorned into the movie. Not to, to be clear, not the actress. I thought she was good for what she did. To me, the character of Rose felt out of place, and especially where they you know they go to the next movie that it, they completely ditched it. But 
again, to be clear, I had nothing problem with her being in it. I thought she did a good job. I would like to see Rose in other movies. I don't think she was bad. I think she just had a bad character. But I, I, yeah, I mean, it, honestly, the entire Canto Bite sequence from Last Jedi, it, yeah. it, like, just look. Ryan Johnson did great work on, Be- on Breaking Bad. Um, I don't. I, I, I'm just to this day, like, I just still can't quite embrace the Last Jedi. Like, it is. It, it was it is a series of choices and I will commend that but but to, there were a lot of things that left a lot of people unsatisfied with that movie but to go to death threats and to like to bully someone who and, and again this is the Star Wars fan base it, it should be I, I think with most fan bases it, you, it should be like a sense of community and family and like this is us against the world and I, I know Star Wars is not a small thing right anymore maybe at a time it was. I'm not sure if it ever was, honestly. Like, once it came out, like, it was huge even... Like, that was the nerd thing for a while. Before, like, we all found out that there's more nerd stuff that we can all have nerd stuff for. But that, like, that's that's what I mean. Like, that, nor- that nerd community. And, you know, from my point of view growing up being a nerd, I felt... Not ostracized, but I felt there was more of them than me. And yeah. every yep. anytime I found someone who liked what I did, I felt... I was like, this is exciting. We can talk. And just to think that, like, there would be a subset, and unfortunately maybe a majority of, of the, the fan base, who would ostracize someone who literally got to be in the movie, it just, it, it blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it just doesn't make sense for a lot of reasons. I mean, and look, I'm a little late to the Star Wars fan game. Like, I, I saw the original movies when I was a kid, and I was like, okay, these are cool, there's, like, there's you know, laser swords and space wizards and shit, but... Then, like, I saw Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, and, you know, I didn't have that, like, investment in it. Like, I didn't have anyone pushing me into it, and so, like, those being probably the two worst Star Wars movies, or at the very least, they definitely were at the time. Because um, we can't leave Rise of Skywalker out, because that was bad. Yeah, that was real bad. Great. Honestly, we could have written a better movie than that. Yeah, we I don't even know how to write movies. But we could have. But the point is, like, I like I was so not into Star Wars, I didn't even see Revenge of the Sith until, like, ten years after it came out. Like, I, granted, I still had to see it on DVD. It's not like I waited till Disney+, Plus, but, you know, it, it, it took a while for me to get to that level, you know? And, and like, I, I guess, like, that's where I'm kind of sitting here, like, okay, like, if I, like, you know, me as a, as a white male, if someone had, like, turned me off to it at some point, or, like... You know, challenge me about like my fanhood or whatever. I probably be like, no, fuck, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I, I'm not that into it. But that's fine. You can have your weird nerd thing, and I just don't care about this anymore. So, you know, I think about like stuff like that, and I'm just like, why would you, like, why would you want to turn someone off to it? But you know, also, I think like there's, I mean, look, I, I, look, I have a master's degree in psychology. I could sit here and give you all the reasons. Like, like you know, there's a, there's you know the whole in group versus out group. It's very tribal, and also it's just straight up people are hateful shits. Sure. But you know. You, you want to talk about like toxic fan bases and Star Wars is up there, and then you, you but then you like you can compare it to say another Disney property conveniently, um, Marvel fans mm. who like have you ever looked at what Marvel fans say about about Marvel stuff? Like there's some negativity there, but by and large it's always like oh my god this one moment is so great this is my entire life like they get excited for this shit and yes some of it is batshit Tumblr nonsense to put it nicely. Yep. Um, and you know, I, do I have time for that necessarily? No, but it's nice to just see someone else getting excited about something like that. Like to me, that's why I watch this stuff. I don't watch like fantasy and sci-fi and comic book stuff to 
you know, debate the intricacies of um, galactic po- political trade routes and, and treaties and shit. Like, that, like I bored myself just saying that sentence. <laughs> it was tough to listen to. <laughs> and and you, you bring up a good point with, like, the, the Marvel stuff. And, I mean, I think it's a great comparison because, again, it's, it's Disney, so, like, it's been there the whole time. But then you look at, like, what Marvel is, how long it's been around, just, like, the insane timelines and details and everything that Stanley has, has done and put together, God rest his soul. And for all these movies to come out and generally are well received, and even the bad ones, like you'll find a fan out there who loves it. And I've never felt that level of gatekeeping from the MCU. You, I mean, you have varying degrees of like, you know, 101 Easter eggs you missed in a half hour episode. Like, all right, dude, let, <laughs> let's calm down, but I'm gonna watch your movie. Oh God. <laughs> I know you have to watch right. it. You're like, fuck, what I have? What am I missing? And it, Which mm-hmm. I was just gonna say, like, that's the thing with the Marvel ones is like, you don't, you don't get it from the cinematic stuff. You get it from the comic book people. But I'm gonna be completely honest with you here. If somebody can ever tell me exactly what the fuck is going on in a comic book, like, uh, then more power to you because I don't fucking get it. Yeah, it's chaos. Absolute chaos. But but you have those people who like almost welcome you in, and even like the way I was introduced to the MCU was a coworker of mine kept telling me to watch these movies, and I would finally watch them like one at a time, and he's like, "Good, here's everything, here's the backstory of everything." Like he was so excited to have me there in like that moment that he could tell me these things, and I've never gotten that from other Star Wars fans. Like there's a few, right? But there's just not enough. And it's too bad, too, because it's such a rich universe to draw upon, too. I mean, like, I get that with my daughter. Like, my daughter's six years old, and she's just starting to get into this stuff. I don't know if she's going to, like, grow up and be, like, a giant nerd. I kind of hope not, because, you know, been there, done that. Mm. But, you know, we'll we'll see. But, you know, like, right now we're watching through Marvel movies. She loves Miss Marvel because, like, that's, like, a younger kid doing stuff. So she, like, empathizes with that. Um, you know, and she's enjoying the heck out of the Star Wars stuff, too. Um <laughs> Yeah, you're done. She lost her shit when Padme died, though. Like, she was not happy about that. Yeah. So, Wait until she grows up like more that, and realizes it was just from sadness. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, the, again, George Lucas can write this shit, but, like, it doesn't mean it's good. No, no. <laughs> but, you know, like, for me, like, that's such a fun time, like, explaining to her, well, like, this is why. And, like, explaining shit like the rule of two and why Jedi don't have attachments and why Anakin just needs a father and not, a like, a, you know, yeah, yeah. an older brother type of thing. And it, it's... It's so cool to get see her like you know see the the gears turn and like understand it and then like every once in a while she'll point something out and you're just like yes you get it that's awesome like that's that's the type of relationship with this material we should be striving to have like this is like and I think that's what people kind of lose track of is that this is entertainment mm-hmm. you know except for a very small subset of people it is not your living it is not your life's work you know and. I guess, like, that that's where this goes off the rails for me. Like, to me, like, I, I'm fine with, like, correcting people a little bit. Like, you know, like, oh, well, no, it was actually this. You know, like, there's a little bit, of, there's a room for a little bit of that. You know, and there's room for, like, debating over things, you know. I mean, you know, what, like, if we, if we had to sit here and debate about our favorite movie, like, you know, our favorite Star Wars movie, like, you know... I think when we when we did this before, like we went we went up. It was Empire Strikes Back versus Revenge of the Sith. Which, I mean, look, I granted, I realize like Empire wins that one, but I had to argue for Revenge of the Sith. And, and in fairness, it's a lot closer than it, it should be. Right, like like Revenge of the Sith holds up better than it should. Like honestly, if you give that if you give that script to like 
even a, like just like some kid with an English degree. Like that 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 would have been a better movie. Yeah, that was a fucking awesome movie. God, at Order sixty six, oh, like on. that, like what a fucking heartbreaking moment. Just stabbing younglings left and right. <laughs> That's what he was best at until he started snapping their necks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! No, but and and if I can, you know, talk about video games a little bit here, I I, I get the same kind of gatekeeper thing, and it, and this is one that hits close to home to me because that's, as I mentioned, that's who I was. I was that like, you don't get to be a fan of video games because you didn't enjoy them like I do. That somehow my enjoyment and my investment into video games was more important than anyone else, and I wasn't full-on douchebag mode about it but i i would dismiss people's feelings of it like you know they they want to talk about a game they want to talk about the new zelda and it's so cool you have a sword i'm like great you probably haven't beaten the first (laughs) temple i'm not gonna talk to you about it but like oh why, why should anyone be that way like this person is having fun with the game that you have fun with like that should be more than enough to bond over right and it, it's just it's such a simple thing and like look I can sit here and tell you about all the dumb things that I've done as you know in terms of gatekeeping shit um you know I, I even like even like some of the people like, like we knew in college like you know would like get on to play well with us and like try it out and I'd be like oh you know like it, it's just is it necessary or helpful no but like that's something that I grew out of because I'm not a petulant man child you know right right <laughs> it, it, it's amazing how how that really benefits you in the long run but you know, I think, like, the video game thing kind of, for me, like, kind of tracks back to what I think the Star Wars stuff does for, you know, your boomer generation here, if I may. Like, this was stuff, like, when we were growing up, like, video games were not cool. Like, if you had, like, a video game system in more than, like, two or three games, then it was like, oh, what are you, what are you, some kind of fucking nerd? You know, and then, you know, haha, nerd. Like, nerd used to be, like, a, actually, like, kind of, like, a word that make people fun of you with kids um yeah I, it, it, it was a four-letter word i like i very distinctly remember like every first you know first day of a new year of school when they ask you like what's your name and go around and talk about your hobbies i would never say playing video games because even though that's all i did i'd have to make yep. up something i go outside and like do you like that sounds like you don't <laughs> stop but you couldn't have say you it. ever been outside I, I try to avoid outside at all costs honestly it's the worst there's no point to it don't it's overrated there's bugs. Ew. Like, who the fuck wants to be out where there's bugs? Not me. On sunlight, ugh. But that's just how I felt growing up, and, and like, I guess that's maybe what, and you, I guess you touched upon it with your, like, talking about psychology and whatnot, maybe that's the, the genesis of it? Like, you you feel ostracized yeah. and you don't, eh. I did have a genesis first. The genesis of it. But, <laughs> I, I don't know, I, I just think, uh, the, 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 toxic, the toxic fan base thing, just it's a real turnoff. It really is, you know, and, and you know, we, we talk about Star Wars, we talk about video games, and the other one that I feel like really, like, so th- this one kind of gets me now, because, like, growing up, it was definitely a toxic fan base. I think it's gotten better now, as long as you don't actually read anything about it, and that's Magic the Gathering, like, mm-hmm. the, the actual card game, which somehow, improbably, has been around for nearly 30 years. Damn. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, I'm going back and, like, I'm like, shit, I really should have just kept, like, my old, like, fourth and fifth edition cards, like, because yeah, might, those might be worth, like, about five bucks right now. Maybe all, all of five dollars. Yeah. I mean, it, like, that's the way that it is, but 
oh my god, you want to talk about, like, toxic gatekeeping fan base? I mean, first of all, trying to figure out the rules is a fucking nightmare. You know, if, you, if you're trying to use any cards that were printed after, like, 1998, then good fucking luck. I mean, the rule creep, complexity creep, power creep, all that shit, like, it's all over the place. And then, you know, I mean, you want to talk about, like, a hobby that is, like, actively, um, shit, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, actively antagonistic towards mm. women? Oh my god. Like, I have never seen a more wretched hive of scum and villainy than your local game shop on tournament night. And like, we are talking about uh, Magic Math Star Wars this time too. Yeah, we are. Yeah, that's right. We've tra- we've actually transitioned, but we're using the references again. This is this is a whole other level of podcast. We are incredible. Just amazing, honestly. <laughs> and it's funny too that Magic, you know, fans are like that because of all the places in the world that I've been, and I've I've been to some nerdy places. There's only one place that has a sign that has to say, if you don't shower, we can tell you to leave. And that's a card shop. Every time. Like, I don't know what it is about little tiny pieces of paper that makes people think I don't have to shower anywhere near these. But They are disgusting humans. It's just, they have no right to be, there's no high horse that they can fit on, let alone, like, going at one. (laughs) And for some reason, they feel that they can look down on anyone. Did you did you ever see the Reddit post with the guy who had the uh, the album of him kneeling next to people's butt cracks at a magic tournament? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh my god, I gotta show you that a bit. But you know, for those of you who haven't heard of it, like, <laughs> so basically, it was a Reddit thing a few years back. This guy just went around and just took pictures of himself kneeling next to other people's exposed butt cracks at a magic tournament, and there must have been like twenty or thirty pictures. That's fucking incredible. So. <laughs> Yeah, and he just has, like, this super serious, like, thoughtful, like, Carl Sagan kind of look <laughs> to him. That's amazing. And you're just like, oh, man, this is, like, it was pure comedy gold, and then I got pulled for fat shame, uh-huh. which, I mean, I guess, but, like, as a fat guy, no, you you know, if you're a fat guy, the number one rule is you find a way to cover that big, giant ass crack of yours. Oh, yeah. That's the rules. You, you, you can eat all you want and be any size you want, but you got to work a little bit harder. <laughs> right, and, like, honestly, I don't, like, I, I can figure out how to do it, so if I can, then the rest of you guys can... Like, come on. Yeah, so, come no on. excuses. Like, I'm 6'5 and, and around 400 pounds. Like, if you can't find a way to cover yourself, then go to DXL and get yourself some tall size shirts, for God's sake. It shouldn't be that hard. And a belt. Maybe two belts if you need it. And shower. I can't, I don't, I can't believe we have to talk about this. Please shower. <laughs> yeah, because that's the other thing. Like, you don't shower and then you got half your ass crack hanging out and everybody's wondering, like, hmm, suddenly smells like shit. Gee, I wonder where that's coming from. It's coming from you. Yeah, you shit your, ass. your ass, yep. Yeah. It's. it's there, you know, there's your Mega Bros Science lesson for the week. You <laughs> shit out your ass. That is that is how it works, folks. I hope you're all taking notes out there. <laughs> there will be a quiz. <laughs> it's and, and, and I'd like to kind of tie them all together too. Like that's the worst part about these toxic fan bases. Like again, speaking as a nerd, a fat guy, I'll, I'll I check all the boxes. I do. <laughs> who are we, white, white male nerd fat? Who are we to talk down to anyone? We don't have any right to do that. And just to think that, like, you can do that and, and ruin someone's enjoyment of the same thing that you enjoy. <laughs> right. Like, oh, it, it, make, it makes me so mad. But at the same time, like, I think, like, one of the things, like, for Magic, I'll go ahead and tell you, like, one of the things that has gotten, that has made it a lot better and made it a lot easier for people to get into is Arena. And Arena takes the best like the absolute best step and does not give you the option to chat you can't chat so you can't send nazi things to people strange <laughs> it, it, it's 
it's the best thing. I mean, yes, technically you can add people as a friend and then they can chat to you and say terrible Nazi things to you, but really, like you have to go out of your way for that. If you don't want to if you don't want to see or hear it, then you don't have to. Like, for instance, I don't even turn on emotes when I when I play. Like, I do not care if you want to spam your go 60,000 times. Because guess what? I know it's my go. Also, I like playing blue, so fuck you. I'm countering your shit. But, and, and <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Well, you deserve it at that point. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I'm just like, you know what? This is why I play blue. And <laughs> that's what made Hearthstone like pretty decent for a while, too. Is that, Again, there was no chat. There was just those random mm-hmm. emotes. So you couldn't, you couldn't really get that toxicity. And people found a way to get it through. They did. <laughs> or you would get a friend request after a game and say, gee, I wonder what that's going to be about. But you can just not accept that friend request. It's so easy. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. Like, I mean, the type of people I'm going to meet playing a card game online are, generally speaking, not going to be the kind of people I want to be friends with in real life. Like, it just, if we're just, you know, playing the probabilities here, like, come on. No. And just no. It's like, you know, because once you can talk to the fan base, it's usually when it gets worse. And, you know, to give one more example about a bad video game that we talked about a little bit before. Is League of Legends, and oh, that's got to be one of the most toxic communities that I've ever been. I, I, I didn't play much, but it, it's part of the reason is because of the community. <laughs> that was what kept me from getting into it, like, because I mean, like, you, I mean, you you remember, like, it, it was it was me and Mike and Tim mostly, and then Demi a little bit, and then you were you were like the fifth wheel on that on that game, yep. but like. Mike and I would go in duo, and if we were in the same lane, it was fine. Or if I was jungling for him and, I, and like, he was around, then, you know, it was fine. But then there was always, like, I mean, like, you league players will know. There's, like, 75 different stereotypes of people that, you know, you run into. You know, you're, you're, and they're all terrible. Like, just for some reason, everybody thinks that League of Legends is the place to go to send, you know, terrible, hateful death threats and shit. I um, I just want to give you, I want to pause and give you credit for call, calling me a fifth wheel in a game that has a five-person team and making me feel like an outcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I did it. I gatekeeped. No, you did. It's a five-person team, and I was the fifth wheel. <laughs> but you're right. I was, I was. I deserve it. I mean, I was just going to say, like, please tell me where I'm wrong. No, but you're yes, not. I absolutely just did that. <laughs> really funny when you said it <laughs> i guess i got a fifth wheel for this team as the fifth I, member of the five person team it really but that's really what it was like you no, didn't it enjoy it nearly as much and i can't blame you like honestly i stopped playing and like it's the same thing like i have to do the same thing with with magic arena like i i would just get to gold and then stop and then you know for like magic i get to platinum and then i stop i just don't play ranked after that because well i, I don't want it i don't want that that frustration in my life the only time i played league of legends is when all four of you were with me so that there were no randos you know on the team and yeah i i've been in the occasional game where we have to pick up one extra person and surprise we found someone toxic they, oh they just God, don't every time they just don't make it fun to play because they just it's just fucking terrible like there's no there's no enjoyment out of it yeah, I, and, and this is where, like, I just, I have never understood the rise of, like, team fighting games, you know, League, Overwatch, etc. Like, the last people I ever want to be teammates with are people I met randomly online, because, statistically speaking, they're terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't, I don't know if you're talking about, like, their skills. I don't, like, some of them are good, some of them are bad, doesn't matter. They're all assholes. Even the good ones are assholes, you know, and even the ones who, by and large, are, like, actual literal saints in life are assholes in-game. And I don't know what it is what it is that does to people. I, I don't know if it's the anonymity. I don't know if it's the the gameplay and the the internal pressure you put on yourself to perform well. You know, 
I, maybe maybe you just you know you gotta poop and you're you're having trouble holding it. I, I, it could be anything. It can happen. But it, the man, I've absolutely gotten tilted just because I had to poop. So <laughs> takes out the worst. Yeah. <laughs> you're not you, you're not you when you haven't pooped. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I mean, for me, like the the big thing, and like at least in terms of my mental health, was just getting out of that like rut. Like you know, occasionally, like I'll play, you know, like I said, I'll play arena or I'll play like a non-competitive kind of game. Um, you know, like on my phone, I got shop titans and that's one where it's like, you know, literally the only thing you do is you have your item shop, you sell stuff here. There's leaderboards, but there's no reward for them. There's like you, there's like cosmetic stuff, but again, no reward. It's just whatever you want to do and how you want to play. And that like to me is, is just fucking great. Like, I don't want to have to keep up with the Joneses because if that happens, then I will not keep up. Yeah. And, and like the happiest I've ever been with my fan bases and you know at what point I was I was in I still am in all the ones we talked about today but it's when I let go of that like that gatekeeping mentality that you don't have to enjoy something exactly the way I do but we can still right. bond on that and you know even just like one example today I, I had to go to someone's desk and help and I, I had my followed shirt on and it was someone who I wouldn't typically assume played video games woman so again that's <laughs> I have to get that out of my head pre-gatekeeper right right but she's she you know i helped her with her thing and she looked at me and said three four new vegas and instead of like trying to say like anything about you know why i'm right about mine i told her my favorite she told me her favorite we talked about both of them i talked about you know outer worlds because she was a big fan of obsidian we did agree that new vegas was right so we're correct about that by the way (laughs) but you know i've still to this day never gotten into a fallout game (laughs) i fucking love fallout but the old me wouldn't have done that. The old me would have quizzed her why she, why did you like Fallout? You know, you know, why do you like New Vegas? I know why I do. Why do you like it? And I wouldn't have been able to. But no, you don't do that anymore. You, I found someone who likes the same same thing as me. We can both bond over this. We had a good conversation. I wasted enough time at work that I could walk away and feel good, and that was it. That was it. We both had fun. Yeah, I mean that that's that's exactly it. You know, I. I I get it, and you know, I mean, you want to talk about like the the fan stuff. Like, I look at it as like the same way it is with like sports. Like, when I find someone I work with, because you know, I work in like a big office. We got we've got like well over a thousand people that that I can interact with on any given day. When I find someone else who's a Patriots fan, I'm like, ah, oh, that's awesome. You know, what's your favorite Super Bowl win? You know, that like, and and I just because I just want to know like what because I, I I don't I don't I don't know that I could pick just one of them because they're all so great. And, and I love listening to people's reasoning for it because they're always right about it. Like, yeah, that that, yeah. that was a great Super Bowl win, and you're right about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, and, and by by the way, my answer is still um, 2016 against the Falcons. Um, oh yeah, I I, I will accept um, the Seahawks one. I will accept the first Rams one. Yep. And I will accept the the Panthers one too because that that is one that gets like the nephews don't know about that one. You know what I you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the the young people forget how how great like Tom Brady was in 03 before everybody else figured out how to throw the ball like the only god damn the only one I probably don't accept is the the last Rams Super Bowl like th- that was just for the ring like who cares about the actual game that kind of wasn't fun yeah that wasn't fun but that was like see I, here's the thing I I do enjoy that one but again I'm the person who plays magic and plays like a stacks deck I I, I I like to lock people out of doing what they what they like doing like a long grinding slog that is my jam so i can sit here and tell you that yes i i do like that second ram super bowl um 
but I also know that if you say that's your favorite, that there's something, A, deeply wrong with you, and B, we should be friends. <laughs> I'm going to fucking find you an MTG Arena and just spam your turn. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? what? I'm going to mute you. Wow. And then not bitch. even think about you it. You son of a bitch. Also, also, let's be real. I'm going to see Shadow Cheer and be like, oh, look at this bitch. <laughs> I'm going to name myself Holy Cheer. You'll never know. <laughs> oh, my God. I would never guess that. <laughs> that just sounds like some sort of paladin. <laughs> so before we get toxic. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's happening. It, it, it was going down that road, folks. Uh, yeah, so I think, like, to, to sum it up, I mean, I, I just, um, you know, I, I hope someday we can get past this toxicity. I'm not I'm not super hopeful, unfortunately. Um, I hope as people... Yeah, have you looked at the rest of the world? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's another one we could touch on someday. <laughs> we're not we're not doing that on the podcast. Not tonight, no, guys. No, we can't we, do that. We wouldn't do that to you. Um, but, you know, if you're a fan of us, then we're, we're going to be happy with you. Uh, and please don't gatekeep us. I know we're quite famous and important to everyone, so... I just ask that you accept all the other fans out there. Spread the Mega Bros around like butter. You know, and, and for that, uh, my name is Danny. And I'm Donnie. It's been a Mega Bros podcast. <laughs>